0: work less, and earn more. You've already earned it. Let's make it happen. Bravery is a skill, not a personality trait, and it is the fastest, most powerful skill to creating the career and life you really want. I'm Nicole trickstein the International Bravery Coach and your host. I'm a former global senior director in the tech industry who's worked in over 25 countries. I'm now a certified and proven coach serving professional women like you all over the world. My promise is that you will stress less, work less, and then earn more. The Celebrate Brave podcast is for you. So make sure you subscribe for weekly brave inspiration, including proven frameworks for career and life success my answers to your listener questions, and powerful conversations with my clients and other brave leaders. You are already brave. You can define what brave means for you and your goals and build your brave. In fact, you're already in the right place. So let's dive in. to this episode. We are going to talk about how to introduce yourself, specifically how to answer that dreaded interview question, tell us about yourself. All right. We've got a lot of people in the market right now. We've got a lot of movement in the market. So if you are not interviewing right now, please, please, please stay for this. You can utilize this also for networking. But if you aren't actively interviewing right now, you need to remember layoffs can come at almost any moment. Some of you in various parts of the world, you have a reasonable warning that gives you weeks or months, but many of you, in fact, my two biggest listener groups, you can get no warning and no severance. So you want to hold on to this episode, listen to it now, mark it. Get out your pen and paper, maybe. Let's go. All right, I'm going to start off by giving you two of the most common forms of introductions. The first one is the one that most of my clients come to me with. It's what most of us are taught early on in our career, and I see it really frequently, even when I'm out and about or I'm listening to other speakers introduce themselves. Okay. Now, as I'm giving you first the intro that we're all taught to do, and then second, a different form of intro that I'm going to teach you how to create for yourself, what I really want you to reflect on while I'm introducing this mythical woman named Sarah, I want you to reflect on three questions. Number one, how does this person... So Sarah, how does Sarah feel and think about herself? What do you, the listener, learn about Sarah? And how do you think and feel about Sarah following her introduction? Okay, those are the three questions I'm going to really encourage you to reflect on. I'm going to repeat them twice more. All right, so this is the standard intro we were taught. In our elevated learning, either high school or the academy. Maybe we learned this in college and it definitely worked at the beginning of our careers. Ready? Hey, okay, the prompt is tell us about yourself. Sarah says, thanks. So I'm Sarah. I'm a project manager. I've been in tech for 10 years, working globally at Google and then various roles at two startups. I'm certified with my PMI. I have experience helping shift towards agile project management. Okay. How does Sarah think and feel about herself? What did you learn about Sarah? And how do you think and feel about Sarah now? All right, let's go into intro two. Prompt, tell us about yourself. So good to meet you today. I'm Sarah. I manage projects, and I make the biggest impact in global projects with matrixed teams like I did at Google, driving forward cultural and processual transformations for audiences at 5,000 plus. I also have a sparkle for taking on a lot of different roles to drive forward structure and impactful change, just like I did at the two startups. The messier, the better for me. Of course, of course, I ensure my project delivery to quality and on time and in budget. My special sauce is how skilled I am at identifying the human motivations and obstacles so that we can not only bring those motivations and obstacles into the open, but we can discuss and solve for them. You know, what pulled me towards this position was the global nature of it. The listed skills with the focus between delivery and managing stakeholders as a project manager, and of course, the reputation of this company. I'm looking forward to an open conversation today. So how would you like to start? Again, three questions. How does Sarah, this Sarah, think and feel about herself? What did you learn about Sarah? And how do you think and feel about Sarah now? Major differences, right? If you want to pause, remember, there's always times for pausing and reflecting in any of these episodes of The Celebrate Brave major differences, right? One is stilted, it's reserved. Don't really get a good feeling for the human in front of you. The other one, it's a bit lengthier, yes, but there's also energy behind it. Gives us some detail, lets us know what Sarah is looking for and also what she's really good at. It also continues the conversation moving forward. So how do you introduce yourself, especially for that dreaded tell us about yourself questions? All right, let's dive in. There are six elements required for creating your introduction. Now, quickly to this, of course, this is written down, but I did not read it word for word. So what we're not going to do, and I have this a little bit later, but I just want to put this straight up here. What we're not going to do is memorize something and then wrote it back. Okay. You're going to learn what you want to say, and then you're going to practice it a lot, and then you're going to weave in and out of it. All right. So six elements. Number one, this is the one I hardly ever see anyone do until they're coaching with me or they've gone through a specific leadership program. Choose what you want to be known for and how you want to feel. Sarah, in the second introduction, she really uses words like sparkle, messier, motivations, obstacles, open. She's really using words to describe how she feels. How do you want to feel? Do you want to feel confident? You want to feel curious. You want to feel stable. You want to feel assertive. You want to feel, enter word in here, this is where you have to start. Because later you're going to look at, after we've done all six steps, you're going to look at how do I feel when I actually say this? And does that match into how I want to feel? right? You also choose what you want to be known for. Sarah, the second Sarah, she wants to be known for global, matrixed, cultural transformation, processual transformation. She wants to be known for that balance of human motivations and obstacles and delivery. She literally says my special sauce is her skill in identifying the human motivations. This is what she wants to be known for. You have to tell people what you want to be known for, especially in an interview. Project managers, there's a lot of us. I did project management, I did the PMI, but how I drive forward projects is completely unique. I have a special element as well, and so do you. Also when you're a developer, also when you're a salesperson, also when you do customer support, You have that unique style, that approach, that area where you truly shine. You have to choose what you want to be known for. And then you have to tell people with that feeling wrapped all the way around it. If you're not sure where to start with the feeling, I really recommend that you start either with expert. I feel like I'm an expert. I'm knowledgeable, right? Or confident. Start with those two and then begin to practice. That comes later. All right. But that's the first step. You got to choose what you want to be known for and how to feel. All right. Number two, make the first, the first, 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 first few words connect you with that other person. Thank you for welcoming me in today. So good to meet you today. Thanks for asking. I'm really glad to be in this interview. Choose one of those, but the beginning is always a bridge from that person to you, okay? So many people skip that. This isn't completely common across the entire world. For example, the more that you are in certain regions, the more likely you are just to create that bridge, but make that bridge regardless of where you are, regardless of who you're talking to, always create the bridge. All right, step three go way beyond your title or your functional focus. Okay. This is a little bit of that hard truth. Your job title may be lovely, but it doesn't really matter. It might not translate. It might not make sense to someone else. And if they wanted to hire a dime a dozen, they could do that, but they're looking for the right person for this role at this time. So you have got to tell them what your job is really about. What makes you special? Do you see a theme here? You got to tell them what you want them to know. And it needs to go way beyond your title, way beyond your focus. Quick side comment, especially for those of you doing a horizontal or industry shift. If you're a scrum manager in tech, and you want to go into finance, Scrum Manager isn't going to be helpful for you. It's actually going to shut your doors. You've got to figure out how to describe what you do, what your job is really about for finance. Teachers, a lot of education professionals. If you start off with, I'm a teacher, but I'm a teacher and no, you just closed a lot of doors. You've got to figure out how to describe your job to other people. All right. And what makes you special? Step four, you are unique. Allow your introduction to be unique as well. That means get comfortable taking up more space and more time. It is a million percent worth it. A million percent. The difference between intro one, Sarah, I'm certified with the PMI. I have experience helping shifting towards agile project management. I could literally count 20 people off the top of my head right now that are the same. Okay, Sarah, thank you. (laughs) But there's no uniqueness. She didn't take up enough time. She didn't take up enough space. All right. Here's the better example. The messier, the better for me. Of course, I ensure my project delivery is on quality and in time and in budget. And my special sauce is how skilled I am at identifying human motivations, human obstacles, so that we can bring them into the open, we can discuss them, and we can solve them. Yes, that took more time, that took more space, but goodness gracious, it is unique and it tells me who you are, who you want to be, and what you want to be known of. So step four, you're unique. Make your introduction unique. Take up more time and space. Number five, connect to the situation you're in. Sarah, in the second introduction, in the first introduction, she said nothing. In the second introduction, she said, what pulled me towards this position And then she got really specific, the global nature, the listed focus of skills between delivery and people, right? managing stakeholders, and of course, the reputation of the company. Step five, always connect to the situation that you're in. And then the last part, and this is the part I rarely see. And this is also the part that I have an entire podcast episode for the interview to outcome framework, because number six is always move the conversation along with a question or a request. In the second introduction, Sarah says, I'm looking forward to an open conversation today. How would you like to start? Another example would be, oh, I'd love to hear about you too. So what's your role? Or, you know, how is the balance between project delivery and the human element enabled inside of this company. That's the thing I'm most interested in. Step six, always move the conversation along with a question or request. Now, I just happen to know that a lot of neurodiverse people listen to this podcast. A special trick for you, but it helps me too. (laughs) Imagine you have a ball. So when they talk to you, they give you the ball. And when you talk to them, you got to give the ball back. They're going to ask you a question and you're going to ask them a question. So if that helps you with step six, fantastic, right? Always move the conversation along with a question or a request. So now I'm just going to say them in line. Number one, choose how you want to feel and what you want to be known for. Number two make the introduction connect with the other person. Three, go way beyond your title or functional focus. Four, make it unique. Take up the time and space to make it unique. Five, connect to the specific situation you're in. Six, always move the conversation along with a question or a request. Now, there's a couple of elements I want to touch on here. Three things, actually. Number one, choose your humor. Choose it intentionally. Humor doesn't always translate, and giggling really doesn't translate. There's a specific type of humor that I'm going to tell you you're not doing anymore. Because while humor and lightheartedness are fantastic, I'm known For being cheeky, I love goofing around, but here's what you're never doing again self deprecating humor is not okay. Now, if you have been practicing self deprecating humor, it's jokes, quote unquote, that put yourself down, puts you on the back foot. A lot of comedians have this type of flavor. If you've been doing that, that's okay, but you've got to go back to step one, choosing how you want to feel. Okay. And what you want to be known for self-deprecating humor is a protective habit. It has protected us. And this is especially true for individuals who are in some way, shape, or form outside of the powers. Maybe it's religion, maybe it's gender, maybe it's race, maybe it's generation, maybe it's neurodiversity and ability generally, and many, many other forms, especially, look, I grew up real poor. Classism drives self deprecating humor. It puts us on our back feet. We're not doing that anymore. It has protected us but it isn't anymore. In fact, it's hurting you. No more. Okay. No more. I know that that's really hard to hear. Many of my clients fight me on this. I fought my coach on it when I was a senior consultant. There is a time for it, but it is not an interview and it is not networking. Please stop. Okay. Second thing, jargon really sucks. That's it. Don't do it. Jargon sucks. In the first introduction, Sarah said PMI. That's the Project Management Institute. I don't care how many times you've heard PMI. I don't care how many times you've heard um, supply chain. Jargon isn't helpful. I don't care if you've been in your role for 20 years. In fact, it's even more important that you are able to describe the function the industry in words that everyone you're in conversation with in this interview has the opportunity to follow along, understand, connect with you, and ask a reasonable next question. Now, oh, this is really hard. I do it all the time. You get me going about tech project management. I just did this. And I got called out in a networking group. I was talking to a surgeon and I was explaining to him some of the elements of designing a training program from a project management perspective. And he was like, that sounds really smart, but I didn't understand the words. Okay. So I do it too, but you've got to practice, get the jargon out of there. Be gentle with yourself, be accountable with yourself, but get the jargon out. And then the last thing, and what you are not going to want to do, most likely, is practice. Practice, 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 practice. Practice with your mirror. Practice every time you're in a meeting and you have a new colleague, you have a new partner, you have a new supplier or boss or whatever. You know, ask your family, your friends, your colleagues, your mentors, ask them to listen and give you feedback. If all of that is like, what? Go to a local networking group that requires you to introduce yourself. You can go to a local group with a cause that you love. You can go to your animal shelter. You can volunteer at a school or a senior caregiving space, but you've got to practice. And here's one thing where a lot of my clients get hung up. This isn't about other people going, oh, I love that or, Oh yeah, that sounds great. Or "Mm, I wouldn't use that verb. I'd use this verb. This isn't about making those other people happy or satisfied. It's about making sure you feel the way you want to feel. You're sharing what you want to be known for. You're creating the bridge in, you're handing the ball back at the end. You're creating that specific connection to the specific situation, right? You're going through the six elements and the other people can answer those three questions that I shared with you at the beginning. So you can do your introduction with them and then have them feedback in those three questions. How did you experience how I think and feel about myself? What did you learn about me? How do you think and feel about me now? It isn't for everyone to be like, that's the best introduction ever. It's about answering those three questions in the way you want to be present. This is part of the accountability element of the Builder Brave framework. It's not about them loving it, it's about you being out there in the way you want to be. That is like 50 times more important than anything else. So to wrap up this episode, I'm going to share with you a separate recording. We're going to weave it in here right after I'm done talking. And it's an example of how I recently introduced myself during a Zoom community call where I was invited in to be their speaker. Just to give you another real world example. I would love to hear from you. What surprised you about this episode? What works? What did I miss? My email is nicole at tricksteinbach.com. And it is of course in the show notes as well. Okay, here you go into that intro. Till next time. Thank you so much for welcoming me in today. All right, so I'm Nicole Cech-Steinbach, the International Bravery Coach. I coach professional women who are stressed, overworked, underappreciated, and most likely underpaid all over the world. Build the skill of bravery so that each woman discovers what brave means to her and to her career. And as a result, she stresses less, She works less and she earns more, right? We would love to have that. I'm known for my warm, cheeky, very present coaching style. So I coach with a balance of loving on each client individually because I'm a one-on-one coach while also saying the difficult thing and asking the questions that, that really get to the heart of the matter. My clients always experience a personal and bespoke coaching process with me. I root my coaching in three certifications, as well as my professional experience. I have a global career background in the tech industry. I started as an assistant. I wrapped up as a senior global director. So I've sat at those C-level tables. I've run the massive projects with major budgets, and I've actually worked in over 25 countries. I know what works. But what's so important is ensuring my clients figure out what works for them and then we make that happen together. So I am so jazzed to be here today. I'm going to be sharing my Build Your Brave framework with you. So let's dive in. Before you go you can deepen and expand what you're experiencing here on the Celebrate Brave podcast by working directly with me through bespoke, results-oriented, one-on-one coaching that is rooted in my proven Build Your Brave framework. As of the last client survey completed in Q1 2023, 75% of my clients from the past two years report they reached their unique goal, 100 of my clients, yes, 100% report they stress less as a result of working with me. 56% report working less. And 43% report earning more. You learned how to spend less time ruminating and stressing yourself out by getting clearer and calmer within a mindset approach that is simple, effective, and specific to you. Then we work together to end the habit of overworking and overproducing by crafting a plan of momentum specific to your goals and strengths. I support you as you execute your plan, including the skills and knowledge necessary to succeed in your own accountability. And finally, you step away from the all-too-common pattern of under-earning and make the shifts towards being well-paid in your industry, using the clarity and momentum to ensure you become the woman you want to be at work and in your life for real. Go to tricksteinbach.com to learn more and schedule your free no-obligation consultation link in the show notes. You can stress and work less while you earn and live more by building the skill of bravery. Talk soon.